Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. to the 32nd episode of Believe in K-Poppy Pop. Hey, hey, hey. Thanks for joining us once again. Today, we have on Kyomika. Um, she doesn't like saying it like that, but, um, or Kai. Um, she is a mega shawl, but she also is a, a YouTuber that does these funny parodies of different dances. But her YouTube, like, her dances are, like, great. So, um, the girl's really good, um, and you should go watch her channel. Um, Kiyomika is spelled K-Y-O-M-I-C-A-2-7. Um, you can also follow her on Twitter and those kinds of things, and Instagram, at Kiyomika underscore two seven. Um, she's really funny. Uh, this gets a little bit emotional, um, but... Uh, for good reason, I think it was, or not for good reason, but it was, um, I think this is good to be able to hear. So, um, I was very honored to have her on to talk about shiny, shiny. Yeah, that's who we're talking about today. So, um, get excited. Thanks so much again for listening. Um, we have a lot of other interviews coming up, um, that were recorded earlier on in the last week or so. So we'll be putting those out as the months go along. Let me know if you have any suggestions. You can also join our discord chat. Um, if you just DM me on Twitter or Instagram at E-M-I-H-A-Y-D-E-L, I will be seeing day six this weekend. So, mm. Super excited about that. Also, I might just kind of like head to Koreatown to see about any of the K-pop stores they might have. We'll see though. Um, or the line store. Not sure. All right. Well, thanks so much. Yeah. By the way, I'm in New York, so that's why I kind of said that. Um. Anyway, so thanks you so much for listening and enjoy the interview. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the 32nd episode of Believe in K-Pop. And we have another lovely guest for us this week. Um, we are speaking virtually through this little audio recorder, um, <laughs> but we have the lovely Kai, who yeah. is our guest. Um, thank you guys, or thank you so much for coming and joining us. No problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So the way I found Kai um, was... I was I've been looking for a shawl to be a guest oh. for the podcast for like at least a couple of weeks to maybe a month and I've been like really DMing a, yeah I DM oh. like a bunch of shiny fan bases um I and then I had a listener of the podcast um his name's Derek but he makes these like cool playlists um on SoundCloud he, he's uh-huh. called K Music Every Day he was like hey like 
um, I know you've been looking for a shawl to be a guest. Like here's mm-hmm. one that wrote her like a dissertation or kind of like a thesis paper or research paper on Jung Hyun and, and right. uh, Asian American mental or mental health within the Asian American community. And so mm-hmm. she, he referred me to Jay and then uh-huh. Jay was like, well, I, I'm, I'm definitely a fan of them, but I know mm-hmm. a more hardcore, like super stan of oh. <laughs> and she referred me to you. I and see. Yes. Yes. And then oh, I cool. realized like later on, I was like, okay, if I'm doing this, let me, I love shiny, but like, I, I never, I've never honestly really delved into them. And I've just been like, mm. deep diving into their stuff. and then I realized you also have your own channel too, right? Yes. Okay. Can you, and you do parody, <laughs> your parody dance covers are so <laughs> funny and the, they're so on point. Thank you. <laughs> Even though they're not supposed to be, but <laughs> <laughs> I still feel like, and like, they're not supposed to be polished at all. I mean, they still aren't polished. <laughs> but people still very much enjoy them so I'm very glad it's it's what I'm known for nowadays yeah. but yeah like I make dance parodies I also make actual dance covers but mostly boy group stuff not um not a lot of girl group serious covers because I don't feel comfortable enough to feel very, very sexy or like feel myself that much. <laughs> so like that's why I make the parody covers because so I can be more comfortable with um, my femininity, you know, <laughs> and oh. stuff like that. Because I started a uh, started doing um, taekwondo and I grew up as a tomboy and then I'm always very into like hip hop and uh like very hard hitting dance dances and dance moves mm. and stuff like that. So boy group stuff are more of in my element and then girl group stuff are a bit out of my element, but I'm getting there. I feel like doing parody dances have definitely like improved, helped me improve my dancing and um, be more comfortable with my femininity. So <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Cause I was watching. Okay. So I watched your latest, I think you're, one of your latest girl group dance covers in terms of, uh, I guess, within the last two months, and you did mm-hmm. Itsy's Icy. And yeah. and it's so funny how you're like, you edit yourself into it and <laughs> yeah. dance practice, but like, and you hear yourself laughing in the background, and they're, mm-hmm. they do these little cute little moves, but you're doing it so on point, but you can hear, like, you're like, ah, like ah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wait, so so you said you, you, ha- you struggle with, uh, I, identifying with your femininity and you feel like the parodies help you do that yes because I don't take myself very seriously and I'm more comfortable being more relaxed and in doing those kind of dances like sexy urban or like very girly dances yeah why do you feel like um I don't know this might be a very personal question but Mm -hmm. you don't have to answer it but why do you feel like you don't feel comfortable in that uh space or in that head space I guess when you know try to be sexy or cutesy or whatever because mm-hmm. I feel like I just it's kind of I've g- always been that way growing yeah, you up said you're a tomboy yeah very tomboy not very girlish like I mm-hmm. still wear skirts and like dresses and stuff but definitely not as much as other girls would th- mm-hmm. would be and um like I'm Mm, just more like insecure sometimes about the way I look and but I'm very confident in like the styles that 
I am comfortable in, which yeah. is more um, like very uh, androgynous and yeah. um, more masculine kind of in a way. So yeah, it's always just how I was, I grew up as. Mm. So it is definitely interesting <laughs> to see yeah. like, yeah, because um, even like a lot of the dance cover, dance coverists in our community, girls do girls, guys do guys, um, more queer um, guys do a lot of girl group dances, mm. but there's not a lot of like queer female or queer femmes that are doing like, like always doing, <laughs> doing like guy group dances. Like yeah. I feel like everyone doesn't really have like the amount of energy to match up with that um with like what guy groups always deliver and um I feel like I've been trying to do that and I've always been having a lot of energy when I dance so it's like it, it it's something I feel like unique about my my channel and myself yeah. that um I feel like it's different from like other K covers and our community but mm. definitely nowadays I see a lot more girls doing guy group stuff and being more comfortable about it and I'm very happy about that so yeah it's we're all breaking out of our yeah like, um, circle and yeah comfort zones so it's very nice to see <laughs> you know who uh a wild Clinton is yes yeah he was actually a guest on the podcast this past week um, mm -hmm. I saw. Yeah, oh, you did. Well. Yeah, did? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think I sent. I don't know if. Oh no, I sent you the other episode. But um, no, yeah, he he was a guest and uh, he talked about um, uh, or he I guess he just loves doing girl group dances, mm -hmm. guy groups, which is so interesting. Like now mm -hmm. interviewing you about this, I'm like, oh wow, same kind of conversation. But yeah, I, I definitely relate to you when you say like you like the more androgynous look. And mm -hmm. we'll get into talking about shiny because I feel like they kind of mm -hmm. help out with that. But yeah. um, did you? So I know your hair is like cut short. Is that something yeah. like what it sparked you to want to cut your hair short because you like the androgynous look or? or... Um. Yeah, kind of part of that as well. And I've always just always had short hair growing up. My hair, the longest, I've never had it past my shoulder length. Really? So. And that was only for one year that I had it at shoulder length. <laughs> and I've always grown, grown up like with a bob or like even shorter. And right now I really like my hair short and it confuses people all the time. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I've kind of gotten used to it and be more comfortable with it as well. And it's easier to maintain for me, at least. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So used yeah. to it. So yeah, just I always had short hair <laughs> growing mm -hmm. up. And I, I'm, I've been contemplating, um, I really want to, I've been contemplating cutting my hair shorter. Um, mm -hmm. And I have this like Pinterest board and Taman is like on the board like, a couple <laughs> of times. Um, I don't know how it would look with his kind of cut, but just like as inspiration. But okay, mm -hmm. let's get into Shiny and, and let's, I guess they are a group that has experimented with more androgynous concepts. Yes, yes. Um, yes. Like Romeo um just a lot of them in general really and oh yeah more Taman and key especially and key especially <laughs> right exactly yeah. um and I wonder if do you have any 
I guess if you were to look at it from like SM's perspective and mm-hmm. uh, creating them as a group, do you think their goal when they first debuted or and pre-debut, were they like, we want to make this group that's obviously, you know, has a lot of like funk and like EDM and house vibes put into them. But did you think that they were like, we're also going to have them try with like mixing gender norms? Hmm. I don't think they started with that at all. And a lot of the mixing gender norms and just um, a lot of the experimenting, I feel like comes from the members themselves and Mm. stuff they want to try out. Because in interviews and stuff, they're always talking about their own involvement in their own music and art artistry. So it's, they're a very interesting group. That's why I think I like them so much. (laughs) And um, that's definitely what drew me to them as well. They're very unique and very, like the experimenting factor, I feel like comes way after, like not way after, but like um, down the road, not yeah. when they first debuted it. Because they debuted it as like the the boys boyfriend. next door. Very, yeah. yeah, boy, very boyfriend, sweet and cute. And yeah, with a bop. <laughs> yeah, play is, is definitely a bop. And I've been looking... Yeah. And I, I've been watching the stuff in that intro remix of Replay for uh, oh, yeah. Shiny World 4. And they're in the white Oh, my suit. God. Like, oh, my God. I need to find. Like, oh, I just need love. to find this all the time. I love that. Um, mm-hmm. So, okay. So you said you like them because they're interesting. They're such a unique group. I mm-hmm. feel like they're unique also. And their personalities are just so v- vastly different. Um, yeah. And, but can you, okay. So can you explain to me why they're your ultimate bias group? Aside, like, and if you want to go into why their why their uniqueness pulled you in, what about it mm-hmm. pulled you in? Right for me, they are one of the first. They are one of the first guy groups that got me into K-pop, and mm-hmm. they are the first guy group actually that I first stand, and I still stand, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, they are just very different and very unique and experimental, as we just mentioned, mm-hmm. and. Um, like each member, they're very, very different, but it's so interesting to see the chemistry that they have and yeah. they have such unique and strong personalities that that you don't see fit in a group, but they make it work. And it's just very interesting to see how this group has developed over the years. And I've been a fan of them for almost base almost 10 years. So mm. it's like it's very cool to see them growing up with me as well so and they're very inspiring and amazing performers so yeah they're very hard working as well like being there from almost the beginning and seeing their growth so well and you said their their personalities are so different let's go through each member I'll try to I'm gonna you can you can correct me and you can add more details in because I'm mm-hmm. sure you know way more pers- you have more perspective <laughs> than I do but from mm-hmm. my short research um, yeah. um basically uh I guess we can start with the with Onu um or Jinky, mm-hmm. uh obviously the leader um and the eldest yeah. but he for he seems like the most calm and like mm, easy going out of all of them he's kind of just yeah. like he he just takes it in as it goes um, he takes things he's like as, tofu. He's like, like tofu. <laughs> yeah, he's Dubu Dubu Onu is oh. uh, Dubu Tofu is his uh, nickname. Oh, so I see the like, thing. Uh-huh. He's very soft and he's uh-huh. like a cinnamon roll, <laughs> cinnamon roll of the group. Very gentle yeah. and yeah, he's he's 
he's very welcoming to <laughs> to all the wild personalities in this group. And right. I guess that's why he is the leader and such a great leader as well that has been keeping this group together over the years. <laughs> right, right. And then after yeah. him, there's Jonghyun. Or is it yes. Ki? It's Jonghyun. Uh, Jonghyun. Jonghyun yeah. is after Onu. Okay. And mm-hmm. to me, he seemed, and I was, I've been watching their stuff later on, but like he seems mm-hmm. a very, not like a very, I guess looking back on it now, um, mm-hmm. he's, he'll play along too. He's the type that's like, he's, he's really, I feel like he's good on variety shows. Yes. He was um, very easygoing. Uh-huh. He's like cotton candy. He's okay. very sweet and very humble and very gentle. He's a gentleman. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then yeah. there's Key. Um, Key, yeah. I, <laughs> I have gotten the vibe and I've been described to him or he's been described to me as like, or just what I've seen. He has like a quick attitude and like, mm-hmm. he has a lot of sarcasm. Like every video I've watched with him, he's like very sassy. Yes. He's very sassy. Very sassy. Okay. And then there is Minho. Um, yeah. And to me, like he, I, I feel like if I had to pick up, like he's a typical dude I go for and yeah. uh, <laughs> manly or masculine and very, very, very competitive. Yes. Yes. Very. He's extremely, if not the most competitive, like probably the most ca- competitive K-pop idol out there. Yes. <laughs> His laugh too is like the best. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> yep. Laugh. Oh my god, love that. <laughs> and then there's Taemin, um, the maknae, who yes. is obviously very talented in dancing. Um, but he mm. he also see he he fills the maknae role very well. Like yes. I was watching their um Shiny is back, uh their, mm. their video or their show that the Mnet did yeah, last yeah. year and when mm. they were all cooking together. Um, and he was just like oh cooking so hard and he didn't want to do anything so he just sat there and played games and I was like okay you but he seems he seems very like sweet and like they all seem very sweet yeah yeah they're all very he's very sassy but he's also very sweet as well he's okay okay Mm -hmm. what are these like sweet moments um it's it really depends because he's like he's um He's he's very gentle and sweet to his members, even though he he is always like bickering with them or whatever, especially with Minho. But like through those moments, it's like his way of um, showing his love for everyone, you know, Mm. like that kind of sweet. It's it's not like the very gentle sweetness, but it's like. I will throw it in your face very passionate yes. and chaotic please. Yes. Because I he's like because I care. And he's like and he's yeah. very straightforward. Yes, um, very. Yeah. I was watching uh he they were on Weekly Idol and somebody was like mm. explaining something over and over again and he was like, "Okay, so are we just going to keep standing here and you're going to continue yeah. to explain or you roast like, everyone very much like roasts of love." <laughs> yes, he's so funny. Yeah. Um, throw so much shade at everyone but all the shade is out of love, you know? <laughs> so why do you feel like Tim and, and, and Ki were the two um, out of the group to be able to try this androgynous path or concept within their, within the this discography of Shiny? Um, I feel like, okay, let's start with uh, Ki. Mm. So I feel like Ki, he's always been really creative 
he's always been a very creative person and he's always actively participating in like the group's styling and album concepts and everything uh, creatively. Mm. So he's very into fashion and all things um, being creative and art as well. So he's always experimenting and following up with different kinds of trends and also creating like trends for like, men's fashion and androgynous fashion Mm. um especially in k-pop and um he experiments with his hair a lot (laughs) and um yeah it's pretty crazy looking back at all the hairstyles he has had over the years Mm -hmm. and taemin as well i don't think taemin has much of a say of like the the hairstyles that he chooses but Mm -hmm. he always pulls it off somehow which is really cool (laughs) like I wish I could do that like the Sherlock era with the long hair and also Lucifer era with the long hair he's always been the member I feel like as a dancer um he has a lot of fluidity in that and his androgynous uh looks and feel come from that fluidity as a dancer and from like his um a lot of influences from the dances that he does and um he's just really into that kind of thing and especially in his solo work as well there's a lot of like gender breaking yeah. um things concepts going on especially in his uh album pictorials and stuff like that yeah. he's, well, he's definitely he's not real mm-hmm, kissing himself and he even talks about it in interviews and stuff he wants to break the gender norm and and just let people appreciate art as you know as it is and and just like yeah it's 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 pretty interesting he's very well spoken about uh his art as well so it's pretty interesting (laughs) one thing about him and that i realized um through watching different variety shows is that uh and is that it's kind of like Taman and his four fans referring to him <laughs> yeah yeah loving he's, him. he's the baby of the group like even as he grows older he's still like the big baby <laughs> yeah yeah I definitely got that through watching that show I was like yeah he's definitely the youngest for mm-hmm. sure um, he'll like play you and you know murder you all uh-huh. sorts of ways with <laughs> with his skills and talent but he'll sit down he'll start talking and he's like I'm baby and I'm like don't do him like that um, but they all had extra they all have various endeavors outside of um you know being in shiny Minho yeah obviously very competitive he would participate in a lot of sporting or athletic events mm-hmm. and then he has acted a number of times. Um, yeah. Onu has as well. Jung Hyun yeah. had his radio show, Blue Night. Um, mm-hmm. Did you ever watch that or listen to that religiously? And what was that like when that was going on? Um, for me, Blue Night, um, I've always just been, like, I listened to snippets and stuff, but I never had, like, a, a schedule that allowed me to, like, fully commit to actually listening to it because also it's in Korean and there's no live English subs and stuff like that. So I've always been like seeing transcriptions of Mm. the show on my Twitter feed every time it airs. So I've been following up with um, following his show that way. So yeah, like always see snippets, video snippets or audio snippets and like transcription snippets of his show. Mm -hmm. So yeah, 
that was that was me following his <laughs> radio show. Couldn't really fully commit to the whole thing, but I did see the last episode that he was on there, like yeah. when he graduated as a DJ, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of, yeah. And so, what was that uh, show? What was what did that show? What does that show mean to the fandom, uh, or what did it mean to it at the time that it was going on? I, I'm sure he had a number of guests that would come on, and you know, he'd give his perspective on different things, but. Um, right right what and aside from like acting activities that everybody else was doing or solo activities Mm -hmm. what was that show what did that give fans do you think that definitely gave fans a lot of like emotional support and like just listening to him talk about life and like the music he also shared a lot of music that he liked and it was a way for us to get closer to him Mm. in a way and then um also for him to get closer to his fans it's a it's also a late night um radio show yeah. so um it's always a like at the time of the night when you get really emotional yeah. and it's kind of like that kind of thing um it definitely was emotional support for a lot of showers and mm-hmm. just like listeners in general after a long day mm-hmm. um and yeah yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. so so we talked about how they they have a bunch of different activities going on. They all have mm-hmm. sort of different personalities. And one thing, before watching this, I'd been that someone described me to me that Shiny was a group that or is a group that has a good business relationship, but they're not mm-hmm. particularly like brotherly, like I guess, and um, like they don't live together, which is not a necessity, but like they don't mm-hmm. like they they know how to interact well in business but they they're not the type to like really hang out with each other otherwise and you can correct me if i'm wrong um but mm-hmm. do you would you agree with the fact that they are you know good you can tell that they're close business wise and they've been together for so long that you know obviously at some point they become very close in other ways but mm-hmm. what would you how would you describe them as a group as a whole in terms of their relationship all together they're definitely very good business-wise. And when they did live in a dorm, mm-hmm. they were very close, but they also fought a lot, especially Xi <laughs> and Minho. <laughs> and like he mentioned multiple times when he's on reality shows, he's always like, oh, can't wait to move out of the dorm, <laughs> you know, away from Minho. But now that they live separately, they do realize how precious uh, their relationships are. So mm-hmm. it's like, they find their bond their brotherly bond after they move out um and and they've been way closer um after they moved out and you can see that in like shows when they promote and stuff like that they're they're very close they're not just very close business partners but very close brothers for sure um and also after jonghyun's passing they've also just they have each other, you know. So yeah. Well, I guess let's let's talk about that. Um. Mm-hmm. I guess. Well, first, let me ask you what what do you think has been the most iconic shiny era thus far? Um, for me, I I think View is definitely mm-hmm. a very iconic era, the odd era, uh, odd, yeah, odd era, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that was the album just in general all the performances from that era mm-hmm. very uh, iconic and the styling and the concept I, I back during that time it was 
not really been done before mm. and Chinese experimental factor comes in again like they always start these kind of trends for upcoming um, concepts and music and k-pop mm-hmm. and back then also um, in my opinion the best era for Keith's hair mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it was so great I loved it so much I, I remember being so obsessed over the hair that he had back then and um, just in general, mm-hmm. the, the songs and the whole album slapped so hard. Yeah. I still listen to it yeah. a lot. And it's it's so good. Oh, my God. And um, they also revolu- revolutionized like EDM and house music yeah. and K-pop from that era nice. onwards for different K-pop bands that did similar things in the, after that. And yeah, I just really liked that era. And I also think one of one era was very iconic. They brought back the the 90s. And the fact that they can sell out cassette tapes in this time and age (laughs) is very impressive. (laughs) So I have a question about, okay, so I'm trying to think now that I, so I worked at a K-pop store. Also, by the way, about Mm. Key's hair in the View era, I need to, (laughs) when I cut my hair, I'm going to make it look like that. I'm at least. least Not everyone can pull off like a mid split like that. (laughs) A mid split? Is that what they call? Oh oh, yeah. Like it's part of the middle part of the hair. Yeah. And the stragginess of the headband. Very interesting. He, he can pull off these kind of hairstyles in his own way, which is so impressive. It is. Like I can (laughs) um but okay so yeah you said uh, so yeah one of one i'm trying to so i worked at a k-pop store um Mm -hmm. and i'm trying to remember one of one it it came on like a thick it's like a thick um cd jewel case right it's not like a small it's not like a thin one like all of their also all of their discography has like i mean i guess as it is with a lot of different groups but mm-hmm. theirs in particular are, it's like, I guess a lot of SM groups have different types mm-hmm. of discography. Right. I'm actually a fan that doesn't really keep or buy physical albums. Uh, like I'll buy them or stream them online uh, for sure. But I usually don't buy the album unless I really, really like it. And one of one was one of the eras that I actually bought the cassette tape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I actually listened to it mm-hmm. with a cassette tape player. So yeah. It's like, I think and I also one. really like like that kind of um throwback and that kind of nostalgia. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I think it's like it definitely I remember holding it. It's just like the thick or it's like a thick jewel jeweled uh case. Uh, or mm-hmm. is it yeah, it is, it is, it is. Yep. And then there's like the there's a version A, B. Yeah, and they also had like these um these old like nostalgic games in them in there as well as like photo cards kind of. Oh, I need to go. Oh my gosh, I'm so mad because when I worked there, I <laughs> when I yeah when I worked there, I uh, what's it called? I was only really into Minho. And um, ah. I mean, I like I like the rest of it, but I was only really into him. So I just it was like, ah, mm. I want to buy it and not get him. And, <laughs> and then, um, but also a lot of shiny stuff is like constant, not constantly sold out, but like there's some stuff mm. that would come in. And I'd be like, whoa, I've never seen this in person before, and like right, it right. immediately sells out. Like there's so mm-hmm. it was always kind of hard to get. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
anyway, <laughs> back to sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. sidetrack. Um, no, 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 it's all good. For one of one and View Era or Odd. And also married to the music. Honestly, oh. Shiny is just too iconic to just pick an era. Okay. I mean, you married would... to the music is so good. Right. I I love that era a lot as well. Who does Halloween in like August? Yeah. Like, I feel like SM has a, has a tendency to do Halloween like either way before or way after the fact. Mm-hmm. Like, you did that with really bad boy. And I was like, what? what? It's a December. <laughs> so you got the the physical albums for. The physical albums for Shiny as a whole differed a lot, mm-hmm. um, but the solo albums for all the members, uh, Minho mm-hmm. never had his own, but like for no. Jonghyun, Ki, and Taemin. But he did have a like a kind of a little sensation. Yeah, 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 I like that song. Before he went to the military. military. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was waiting for that to come out. I was like, oh, <laughs> but um, yeah, all the rest though have had their own, and they do have similar album packaging um in yes. terms of how like the lettering even on the side they have yeah they're only yeah. like they're two colors like they're very it's it's interesting how even the logo the as logos, well they're similar to yeah. it's interesting how but i think i think taemin's been the only one that has and jonghyun did but uh, taemin and jonghyun have been the only ones that have kind of strayed like actually no that i'm thinking about it no the recent one that um want for taemin that was the same mm-hmm. text inside so never mind no it's yeah. still the same um Mm-hmm. But one thing I haven't had a chance to do because I've been looking at majority of the group is um I haven't mm-hmm. had a chance and I've listened to Key and that's because I I got into K-pop after Jonghyun had passed so I've mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of Taemin and Key and Onu's well his only solo album so far but I haven't mm-hmm. listened to a lot of Jonghyun's and I feel like I'm shooting myself in the foot for saying that oh my yeah, you're sorry. missing one <laughs> I know I know and that's the thing you like reacted to you reacted to his stuff before and like yeah an hour to yeah. two hour like reaction or like a uh, thoughts and like watch party videos on that mm. and I was watching it and I was like dang like I don't have I can't watch it right now but like and everybody <laughs> everybody says his music's so good and I, I need I need to get into it and to be honest uh like I said like I've always liked shiny but I uh I never really delved into them but I got so wrapped right. up in watching content that as I was reading before this interview that I forgot, I was like, oh, right, I have an interview to do. <laughs> like, I can't sit here and, like, rewatch these little, like, cute videos that they do. But either mm-hmm. way, and then one of the things that made me really sad was that, um, you know, when Jonghyun was still there, like, uh, mm-hmm. like I, I almost, I was like, dang, like, why am I liking them after the fact, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And I guess for, for newer K-pop fans like me that might not, you know, completely understand the impact and the gravity. I know it was, I can't imagine what it was like to experience that, especially with, you know, having them as your bias, your ultimate bias group, um, which by the way, mm-hmm. I have to ask you who's your bias, but um, what, who was Jong Hyun to the group and um, what as a shower did that feel like? And you don't have to describe it. I know that can get pretty emotional, but mm-hmm. um, can you explain uh, I guess that experience and what that was like as you know experience that as like a hardcore stand of them mm, honestly oh my god I'm just getting emotional you don't have to it's okay well it's still quite hard to yeah, talk yeah, about no, yeah I completely understand if mm. if anything can you um, describe to me his the themes of the kind of music that he 
made and um, what you liked about it most? Um, his music is very vibrant, okay. very colorful. Mm-hmm. And um, even though he's a very like emotional person and yeah. um, he's also very thoughtful mm-hmm. about his fans and just about um, different like issues yeah. in society. Yeah. He's very supportive of like the queer community as mm-hmm. well. And um, yeah, he's a, he's a very thoughtful musician mm-hmm. and artist, I, I would say. Yeah. And um, yeah, his, his music videos are, um very vibrant as yeah. well and um even though he's a he's a very deep person as well yeah. like um and very poetic and um his lyrics are very meaningful yeah. even though sometimes they might just be on the surface yeah. like he could talk about he could sing about sex and love yeah. and whatever but he also has other songs that are very emotional and um tell us a very like um deep kind of story mm. in a very poetic way yeah. so yeah he has his balance and he's he's a very talented musician and yeah I, I can yeah, see that just I can definitely see that um I, I watched mm-hmm. he did a show called four things with Emnet, and uh mm-hmm. you could tell that I mean he had a number of different I don't know how many artists did that with um with him that but that show alone like I felt like watching it it showed me you know how talented he was but also at the same time how like how much he unfortunately like read into those negative comments that people would leave mm-hmm. him which was so unfortunate and yeah. and like I think it was somebody he was like he was reading a comment and it was like someone was saying he was not a good singer and I was like I feel like out of I guess next to me we all knew like He's like the voice that I was like, oh, like that's not in the fourth singing, like that's him singing, you know? He has mm-hmm. such a He's one of the most unique, mm-hmm. like and best K pop vocalists in my opinion. It's it's so unfortunate yeah. for him to pass on so so early in life. Right. You know? And and you created something um for that was probably such a good thing for a lot of different shells worldwide called mm-hmm. the Jung Hyun uh, Worldwide Fan Tribute video. Um, why did you mm-hmm. feel compelled to do that? Um, I felt compelled to do that because um, it's kind of a way for us to heal, mm-hmm. even though um, I don't think we'll ever completely yeah. heal. Like Even right now, I'm like yeah. crying while talking about yeah. it. But um, it's, it's just, it's always a different journey for different people. Even right now, I still get comments on that video yeah. where people... Um, a year and a half since he's passed, um, still go back and watch that video yeah. to get some strength yeah. and healing from from his music and um, having other fans support. Yeah. And um, for me, editing that video and knowing that so many people were were there yeah. for him and you know listened to his music and appreciated his artistry um, throughout his his career. Um, are still there even after his uh, passing and just it it really created a community for um, mourning and just um, a tribute to appreciate what has he has done for our community and bringing us together as fans and um, and showing us um, his gifts so 
Yeah, it was kind of my way of healing as well, editing that video. It's pretty long as well, but it was it was very meaningful for um the shower community and for myself. Yeah. <laughs> I think you did a I mean you did a great job editing it. Um with a seamless transitions yeah. from different people during the different choreographies was amazing. Mm. And I, I I'll be honest, I started crying. I, even though like it's weird, like I, I started crying like watching um during the first few minutes during a replay. Um that was mm. it was it was very very, very well done. I thought it was really cool that, that you did this. So after all of that happened, um and then they came back mm. with the story of light, the trilogy, um, during mm. that I guess comeback series um for those six weeks with those three different albums and then obviously the epilogue that came out later on um being mm. a shower what was that what was that like you know from it being five at one point to now being four were you receptive right. of that comeback initially or did it kind of take you time to like be like okay let me go support them again or was it like you were still kind of in a healing process what was that like um I think we were all just I was healing with the boys as well. And before they even released the album or anything was announced about that album, they had their Japanese concert. And it was um, just, you know, not long after Mm -hmm. Jonghyun's passing. And um, they did tribute stages and everyone could feel his presence in the Mm -hmm. arena, even though he, he wasn't physically there. But um, definitely having that comeback, I felt very relieved to see the boys were, you know, still carrying on his legacy and um, keeping him in mind as they continue to make their mm-hmm. music, even though they're four members, but they're always OT5. Um, and just throughout, throughout that, um, the whole era, Story of Light era, um, all three albums all had Jonghyun's presence in it um, very much. The Fox, right? Yeah. And he, uh, they also included songs that he recorded with them before he passed, which was very overwhelming, mm-hmm. very emotional. And um, I really appreciated that because it was kind of like us healing with the boys. So it kind of connected us to them more. and. Um, I really appreciated that they decided to release more music instead of, you know, some people just don't recover yeah. from that kind of yeah. thing. And just like the potential, um, um, uh, potential factor of, of might, they might be disbanding or, you know, just, just going on hiatus after Jonghyun's passing was, always up in the air but when they release that album it's definitely like a huge step and a huge like statement to say tell everyone that they're they're healing they're okay and they're moving on as artists as a group stronger than ever so it was definitely a very emotional era very yeah. overwhelming I have to think <laughs> that you know them them making that decision to I mean, the, I'm sure I already saw the Japanese concert afterwards was a very mm. controversial thing. A lot of people were at odds, were like, they were like, maybe you shouldn't do it, maybe you shouldn't. But either way, like, I'm sure yeah. that the comeback was um, was very, like you're saying, very emotional for not only them, but also obviously the fans. And um, mm-hmm. But it was probably like a, a 
not a unifying thing, but more of like, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, like, like, uh, like it was a, not even like a coping thing, but it was just more of a thing like for mm-hmm. everyone to be like, okay, like they're still together, which means like we can still support them. Like we'll support mm-hmm. them, you know, through this, um, even after yeah. this has happened. And, um, that's what I thought was mm-hmm. really beautiful. And I, I, I mm-hmm. really like, like my favorite song still to this like mm. even though i've listened to a lot of their stuff is good evening i freaking love mm. that song so much and i and, love it so and, much too and yeah. the video um i thought the video was very i mean i'm sure you guys have dissected it as well but like the video and like mm. very obviously symbolic of everything that happened too and obviously the fox in it yeah. as well there's just mm. there's so much symbolism um yeah the- yeah a lot of symbolism and yeah, definitely a lot of um, emotions mm-hmm. poured into mm-hmm. um, this this album comeback concept and everything, and it was definitely like story of light. It was it was like like a light in the dark right. for a lot of us. So. Well, I'm I'm thank you for for <laughs> being emotional. I know that it's probably not. Oh easy. no, I'm sorry, no, bro. Like, no, it's really going on this. Uh, this uh being i feel like when you show your raw emotions um people Mm. appreciate that more because uh i mean in in his case and in a lot of probably a lot of artists case there's in everybody's case everyone puts on a mask and when you get to Mm. see that get let down that you know makes you all the more relatable but it also makes uh other people look within themselves as well so thank you for doing that I know mm. it probably wasn't easy but let's talk about the future and what they're doing right now so mm. um right right Honu, yeah. um Ki and uh and Minho are all in the military right now oh I know yeah that Onu woman, the chaotic baby <laughs> out here <laughs> in the um, wild are you recruited something <laughs> you were like and Onu gets out of the military mar- military and sees oh, him and he's gonna grab him be like let's go <laughs> Yeah, literally. <laughs> Gotta sit him down and have a good talk. Even even if it's key too. Like key, I feel like will drag him into hell and back. Wait, what's, what's he been doing that's so bad? Or I guess No, he's just he's just like um he's always had his youngs, his bigger brothers to take oh, care yeah. of him. And like right now no one's oh. there. <laughs> like other than his friends. So like he's always the baby that's been take care of take cared of by his mm. members when they were all together. So it's it's like what he's gonna yeah, do. <laughs> and now that he's like he can't even cook, like what he's gonna do for real. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, you're right. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, so but the thing is, while it's fun, it's interesting that while they're in the military, like Minho's doing a show, mm-hmm. like or sorry, a movie. Yeah, I know. How does, so mm-hmm. so it's, it works where like if you like and i think um who else uh it's either schumann or, and the band yeah and like yeah, own news and like a yeah, musical <laughs> him and dio or kyungsu or in, oh yeah dio yeah. schumann yeah. um yeah like um as we are going to talk about super M, i'm just laughing at how all these real uh vocalists that enlisted in the army are making their own like super <laughs> unit themselves everyone's like super m who (laughs) okay yeah like all the most talented vocalists in this industry are literally all 
in this military um, musical thing right now, which is hilarious to me. I'm just like, what were the chances? Wait, I have to ask you, if you had to choose, and you don't Mm -hmm. have to, but I want to know, if you had to Uh choose between Descendants of the Sun or Huarang, which would you choose? Oh, oh, interesting. Hmm. Um, I would choose Descendants of the Sun, actually. Hmm. Why is that? I think I just appreciated no. <laughs> it more because I'm not usually a period piece okay. person. In Huarang, I watched it for Minho, yeah. honestly. <laughs> and, um, and like, Baekhyun was in it, right? Mm, uh, and also, I like, uh, Taehyung. And then Baekhyun wasn't, yeah. wasn't in it. It was um, Park Sojun and Park Young-sik. And then... Wait, what was Baekhyun in? What the heck? I don't I'm know mixing it with someone. In. I have I no know. idea. <laughs> Ignore that no, I said okay. that. Um, yeah, yeah, like Park So So Jun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Park So Jun. Park Chang-si. Yeah, like I appreciate the the cast very much, but I'm just not a period uh, drama person. I watched it for the cast, but wasn't really there for like the full story. Honestly, <laughs> I watched it for the cast too, and especially yeah. that shower scene. I was like, yes, okay. The chemistry between all of them was just so was. great. Like, I really appreciate it. I like how they all kind of still sort of hang out with each other. Yeah, they all hang out and meet up at events yeah. and stuff, which is really yeah. cute. I also like, I love BTS yeah. and uh, I love BTS was like the kind of gateway for me. Um, whenever I see mm-hmm. like BTS and Shiny, specifically when Minho and Taemin are like, ah, hi, mm-hmm. and they're like, and they all get excited. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. Um, okay. Like people forget that they're they're they were in a thing together and right, they're friends. <laughs> exactly. It's honestly when those fan wars yeah. happen, I'm like, y'all, do we forget that they have like hosted a show together? Right. But I'm like, they're they had a thing. Yeah, like friends, y'all. Okay. Um, not mm-hmm. specifically army or shawls, but just in general when fan wars happen. Mm-hmm. But um, okay. So yeah. we talked. We kind of mentioned it a little bit, but super m um, yeah. um first actually before you tell me uh what your opinions are yeah. who's your bias i can't <laughs> listen for me super m is literally all my biases from all my favorite sm groups oh. and i'm a big sm fan so this group is literally filled with You're all like, my biases. I can't. I'm gonna have to watch the video seven different times, like slow motion. <laughs> literally, I'm, I'm gonna have to die different times for all these members, and you know, I have to revive myself just to see through all, this whole era. What? Is, so then, what's your opinion oh on God. the? What is your opinion on the group itself? Since you love, since you sincerely love all the members, what did you like the idea yeah. when they first mentioned it or brought it or um, the news? Yes, I definitely appreciated it and screamed over it for a while. I'm still not over it. Like, I still can't believe it's happening. And seeing the teasers and stuff, I can't wait to see how the chemistry is like between all the members, especially because Taemin right, right now, he's by himself, but he's promoting with his best friends. So I'm really happy for him. And all the different members from NCT and EXO get to see, get to show yeah. their fans like a different side of them, of uh, away from their big groups, mm-hmm. <laughs> and which is really interesting. I I've never like thought they would actually go through with this. So and Taemin yeah, was a part I of another. Taemin um, was, was a part of another kind of project, uh, super group called Unique. 
back yes. in like 2012? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That was more dance based. Oh. It was all the dancers, main dancers from the SM groups. Oh, I see. So, yeah. Which included super junior members as well. Uh, right, 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 right. Okay. Right. That And Henry yeah. was in it. Um, so, mm-hmm. and, and, and Kyle yeah, was in and, it too. Um, yeah. Um, and also, yeah, Hyoyeon from oh, yeah, Girls' Generation. Right. Right. She made a little cameo. Yeah. And she was the only girl in that group too. So, it's like, and damn <laughs> that was a time to be alive <laughs> oh my god wait so then so you've been watching the teasers right yes okay. oh yeah so, <laughs> dying every morning oh, okay marks marks from yesterday was great he's my son <laughs> like swag i was like boy if you don't stop like it's so I good know. <laughs> oh, I but, okay so like in the teasers uh tamman is like I don't, he's like some sort of like masterful time key. What does he do? What is it? What, I don't, has I don't anyone? He's like a mastermind behind all these members, like connecting them together. Like, oh, oh yeah, so he's I like the, know. like in the superhero movies when they have like the mastermind that's like, hello. Yeah. Speak I feel like, mm-hmm. How is he going like, to go from being the youngest member? He is the center of the group. So oh. Oh, he's I'm the center. Sure he is. It's because, yeah. He's been the center in the teaser pictures and group teaser pictures and stuff. So, oh, yeah. got it. He's okay. also the most senior in terms of like um, career wise in mm. the group. So, yeah. A lot okay. of people are butthurt over that though. Like, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, way too many. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. But That's even deserve his place. So, Listen, yeah. As I know, I'm very proud of that. Our <laughs> pride and center entertainment. <laughs> She's like, Resident Shawal is coming out. Okay, guys. Like, we I, don't I'm like, a multi-fandom, but Shawal first. <laughs> We're like, they're all my biases, but Taman. Um, but, okay. yeah. um, but like, yeah, that's the thing. That's the one thing someone was like, it's cool. You're putting all these like, you know, these major, the most popular members of all these groups together. But it's like, mm-hmm. Taeyong is used to being in the middle. Kai is used to being in the middle. Peckin, mm-hmm. they're all used to being in the middle. So when it comes yeah. down to it, People I are going to be butthurt, like, uh, wait. Right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, like, I'm not even sure who's the leader in that group because everyone's, like, Taman Center, Taman's leader. But I'm, like, he can't even cook. Like, what do you mean? He's <laughs> he can't <leader>? even cook. <laughs> I will never get over that 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 fact of even him being a baby. He oh, my even... God. He's always a baby. So, he like. Was. He was such a I was, like, oh, Lord. Oh, my, God. oh my God. And, like. <laughs> And um, they did their Instagram live, and yeah, they- I actually watched the whole thing too. <laughs> I just honestly, I went on Zoom and I like saw the, the highlights. I was like, I can't watch this. Mm-hmm. Pretty good at things. Oh but, like, my god! They were saying that uh, it was like Taman was like, or they were like Taman, you be the leader. He's like, no, 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 it should be Pekian. Um, yeah, yeah. I think isn't Pekian older than Taman? Yeah, no? Pekian okay. is technically like the oldest age wise. Okay, and age- that's why I think he said to be yeah the leader. Mm-hmm, but he's too chaotic i feel <laughs> <laughs> do you think that this will be a long-term group well it seems like it seems like it's gonna be a like it's gonna it's gonna be like an extension not an extension of nct but it'll be like mm. nct where they'll come sometimes but they're not gonna be because exos right. it's part. like a unit that it's exists. A unit. yeah uh, okay got it okay it's a Go unit ahead. within the company yeah and, do you, and they're not mm-hmm. even promoting under sm like 
SM is still there, but like they're promoting under like Capital, Capital. or something. Right. Yeah. The, the the record label that did all the NCT yeah. 127 American promotions and stuff like that. So right. it's, it's definitely gonna be interesting to see. It's it's not been done before. I think like the on this scale. Ah, uh, yeah. right. Yeah, this is gonna. I, I definitely when that came in mm. North America. Right. Yeah. And like I'm telling my friends, like if they have a concert, I'm gonna be front row right there. <laughs> Did you see the news yesterday? Um, about uh the thing. It's like they're doing a concert on Saturday, October fifth, in Hollywood. Um, what? Yeah, it came out last night. No. Yeah. What? Yeah. No, I do not <laughs> Ah! Oh my god! What? How did I miss that? No one tweeted about it. Oh my god! <laughs> you should go search. Go search like on Twitter. It's Super M Hollywood. They they oh, some boy. some Hollywood like website or something like that called Only in Hollywood or something. Oh. They released this news and it says Super M concert event. Vine Street between Yucca yeah. Street. Mm-hmm. And it says it lasts from 6 a.m. to 11.59 p.m. And I was like, what, what? does that mean? But I think that's only because they haven't released like a like a time yet. So they're just like, oh, this is the day it's happening. Time oh hasn't God. been released. So, and I have work that day and I'm just praying that I can get out of oh work. And just, like, wow. But the thing is, that's the other thing. I was talking to my friends and they were like, you're getting three huge fandoms together mm-hmm. all at yep. one. Or possibly oh, yeah. four with Wavy. You're getting oh, four yeah. I mean, Wavy is technically just still NCT, but like under right. name. Right. That's China. true. <laughs> so technically like three three fandoms and you're getting them yeah. all together and they're all like, oh, This God. is so overwhelming. It's wow. be, like, <laughs> people will camp out at least, at least three or four days in advance. Like, oh my God. Minimum. Yeah. Minimum. Holy shit. Yeah, that'll be, that'll definitely be a sight to see. I, I if, even if I don't get in, it's okay. I just want to be able to see the pandemonium mm-hmm. that will ensue. Be a part of something bigger, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. It gives me I gotta be there. So, oh my God. I wish I could be there. Oh my God. You know, you never know. That it's in, if their target market is, you know, the Western. North America. You know, they'll yeah. probably be in New York soon. And you could probably yeah. go to Chicago. I will be there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yes you have to i um, am living wow yeah and we're getting a full month of just teasers too so insane. this is crazy We've, i've never seen like this this much promotion for like an sm group since like exo because oh, like exo yeah. had exo when they debuted it oof Take me back to 2012. Oh my God. <laughs> the amount of teasers that release every day, everyone's praying for, like, you know, please don't kill us with another member. <laughs> and everyone talked oh about the XO teasers and how intense they were. And, like, did, oh, yeah. did you have uh, intense teasers or no? Oh, no. I don't think so. No. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> back then, I don't, like, Shiny debuted before EXO too, so like it's like kind of ramping up to EXO, right? <laughs> for, no. for their right for the lineup and yeah, oh my god, EXO was just really intense. Like their debut, oh oh my god. I need to go read. I need to go watch all the teasers because I haven't seen the teasers for EXO and I've just heard mm-hmm. all the stuff about it. And I, I um, back then um also at like the sm global auditions that was all they played like <laughs> really 
Yeah, they play it on the screens and literally it's like EXO teasers, some other music videos, and it goes back to uh, EXO teasers. <laughs> oh my God, it's like, hilarious. Good times. Exactly. Wait, who is your bias in, in Shiny? My uh, Shiny bias is actually Key. Ah, okay. Yeah. Why like, key? I bias a, a lot over the years when I first got into them it was Jonghyun and then Taemin and then Ki ah, okay. <laughs> yeah but I've stuck with Ki the longest <laughs> he's just really unique you know he stands out the most he has his own color and he's not necessarily like the best singer or dancer but he works so exceptionally hard and it's just very inspirational to see him that way. And he's very unique, very charming, even though he's sarcastic. And I feel like I relate to, to that a lot as well. And he's a very, very creative and well-spoken person. So I really respect that a lot. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. I have to agree. And he's like, like his name, he's like the key of opening like various opportunities in the group. And yeah, he brings out the color of shiny, I would say. He's 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 a special one for sure. <laughs> yeah, I like I think I think his personality is just so funny to me. Oh my god. So yeah, you don't see that a lot in K-pop no. either. Like everyone everyone's quite polite, you know. Yeah, very polite and he's out here wild and like <laughs> throwing shade to left and right. <laughs> you got to keep it real. He keeps people real. I know. Oh, yeah. I love it. All right. Well, that is uh, all we have for our early in our interview. I really appreciate you taking um your time to do this no um, again and to also talk about sensitive subjects but um hopefully mm-hmm. who didn't know a lot about shiny or new stuff and just wanted to have a reminder of you know hearing a shawl's voice i don't know um you find mm-hmm. this um and kai is there anything that you want to promote on your end for people to look out for um definitely subscribe to my channel (laughs) i make dance covers and also vlogs and stuff like that i feel like if you like k-pop you would enjoy my channel so come by swing by follow me on instagram and twitter as well so yeah at k-y-o-m-i-c-a underscore 27 (laughs) guys i don't want to say my channel name it's so weird to say no one really gets it (laughs) really funny parody dance covers um, but thank you again for coming on. If you guys want, you can join the Discord uh, chat that we have going on. Um, you can just do that by DMing me at E-M-I-H-A-Y-D-E-L. And you can also always send me suggestions for new people to have on the podcast. Um, so yeah, that's Ooh. it. Uh, thank you guys for listening and see y'all next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.